0: welcome to girls who read porn please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences the title might have given that away though we would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode and if it's not for you we'll see you next week each episode includes major spoilers so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you With all that in mind, on with the show. Welcome to
1: another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. My name is Ola, and I'm here with the regulars. I'm here with G, the wonderful G. How are you today, G? What's going on? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, you know, answer my pants. Yeah, always. (laughs) Always, always. And Betty. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Amazing. (laughs) Beautiful as always. (laughs) Why are you on a podcast? Um, and She's we eloquent. have, huh?
2: Who's very eloquent.
1: I know. All she does time. is talk. It's the most
0: bizarre hobby to have for somebody I just... who doesn't fucking like talking. <laughs> I only speak when things need to be said. and no more than that. Yeah. Complete opposite. <laughs>
1: <thing>. <laughs> okay. And we have a guest today. I kind of forced this all to come Because I read her... <laughs> I read her books, and I was like, mother fucker. I was... D- we all know how much I love a flock of cocks. I am just the flock of cock queen. And... um Flock of cock queen. Love it. Delicious. Give me all of it. And then I was like, I need the best flock you've ever seen, but it's got to have gay shit in it. And... <laughs> Everyone was like, Riches to Riches, Ames Mills. Was like, what the fuck? You haven't read it yet? And I'm like, no, I haven't read it yet. Like, what are you talking about? And they're like, no, 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 no. I messaged you right after I did. And I was like, who are you? And come on to our <laughs> podcast. Because I was like, that is the best. It was amazing.
3: Thank you. So, welcome, Ames Mills. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Schmoiling hot. Yes, bowling. I've been sitting outside writing.
1: Ooh, new books. Can't wait. Send them to me. Thanks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So let's ask you some questions. Okay. What was it that originally got you into writing romance?
3: Honestly, I was looking for a certain plot line that I just couldn't find anywhere with the mafia trope, but they actually treated their ladies a little bit better. (laughs) So I sat down one day and I wrote Riches to Riches. No, fair
1: enough. And are there any particular authors that you love at the moment? Or uh,
3: Kind of obsessed with Britt Andrews. I love her work. Elle um, Thorpe is also awesome. I haven't been reading a lot because I've been writing a lot, but those are my favourites right now.
2: Yeah, That and... always happens with the authors we talk to. They're always like, I can't read anymore. All I have to <laughs> yeah.
3: do is write. <laughs> um, what are your favourite books by them?
2: Uh for Elthorpe,
3: it's probably the I like the whole Saint View series, but the Prison series is probably my favorite. Um, Emerald Lake, oh, so good. Yeah, Emerald Lake's by Brent I Andrews. I just read it recently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't amazing. read
2: the um, I've read the Saint View series, but I haven't read the Saint View Prison series. I need to get onto it. Are you
1: talking about the Saint View like um, school series, Actually, the high school sense. one? Yeah, it's, it yeah, starts with the yeah, high I school. That's the yeah. only one I haven't read. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think that one might be my next one because I read St. View Prison and recently I finished St. View Psychos and St. View Psychos is something else. I have not been able to read that one yet, but I'm dying to. Oh my (laughs) God, it is insane. I walked out of it going, holy shit, Elthorpe needs a therapist. (laughs) And then I spoke to her about it at Babe and I was like, you're coming up to the podcast because you're a nutcase. And she was like, I'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
3: (laughs) join us. Um, what is your favorite book right now? Favorite book right now is probably Iced Out by C.E. Ricky. Love it. It's MM, hockey. It's amazing. <laughs> Betty's famous. <laughs> Betty doesn't
1: say much. This is why you should be on YouTube, not on a podcast. You just gave away your first bit of emotion this year. It
3: sounded good. It's, ama-
1: it's it really amazing. good. <laughs> There's so many good hockey romances out there right is. now um okay and so how do you come up with the ideas for your books
3: honestly if tv shows movies something somebody says in a reader's group or just i'll be asleep in the middle of the night and wake up and have just a random idea (laughs) and i'll just go with it Yeah, and what's your, like,
1: writing process? Because so many authors have got the craziest writing processes. Like, we recently had Lucy, uh, Lulu Moron, and she was like, yeah, I wrote everything on my Apple Notes.
3: I I have a notes <laughs> on my phone that is just full, but I don't plot. I have a basic plot line, I have characters, but I just write. I cannot plot them out.
1: <laughs> okay, amazing. And, um, tell us about your series, the whole s- so, uh, start off with "Riches to Riches."
3: Uh, "Riches to Riches" is the first duet in the Abs Valley series. Um, it starts with Les; she's the female mafia leader of the Italians. Um, all her guys follow her. Um, she's also a serial unaliver, um, just to deal with past trauma. Um, all I have will fall into which you'll meet him in "Riches to Riches." Is Les's uncle Micah. Um, I do a little tease with him and another guy in Riches to Riches and then you meet pretty much everybody and I kind of sneak in a new one here and there. Um, The Heart of Psychos is the last one of Ab's Valley for right now Um, and then I moved on to The Saviors with Forest Grove. Oh so you finished The Psychos is it? For right now there is some characters that I can still go back to but I kind of stepped away from Ab's Valley to do The Saviors which is a totally different series. But still connected in a way. What about the saviors. Um, the saviors you meet in um, All I Have, uh, they pop in into the heart of psychos, but they're kind of the um, bad guys to the bad guys.
1: <gasps> yes, I know who. <laughs> okay, wait,
3: sorry. Just clicked. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So yep. they continue, please. Tell us more. If they think that you're being a little bit too criminal, they're the ones that you have to look out for.
1: Cool. And have those
3: books already come out or when does the first book come out? Uh, The first book is out. I'm finishing up the second part right now, which will come out sometime in August. I'm trying to, the release date's August 31st, but it'll probably come out before then. And that one will be complete.
1: Awesome. And will there be any other books coming up after that one
3: Um, for that series? For uh, Forest Grove, yes. There should be at least one more, maybe two different duets for that one. Um, before that, it'll be For the Love of Cain, which is a MMMM mafia romance. Fuck me. <laughs> There's no female with this one. it
1: oh, <laughs> hell. I don't know what it is about gay sex. We always say, that's, we literally have said this sentence about 600 times. I don't know what it is about gay sex. Right.
2: I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's just so fucking hot it hits different I think it just like slaps you in the I
3: think it's because like we can't be involved yeah maybe and there's more (laughs) emotions I feel that can be involved with the males so I kind of I rolled with it (laughs) yeah roll with it you're doing an
1: amazing job keep
3: rolling (laughs) do you have
1: any ideas for like future like what's going on in the head of Ames Mills we want to know like what's next what's going on Um, after these series
3: I do have a couple of uh, works in progress, just different stuff that I've written down that I'm pretty sure will come. I'm, I'm horrible for writing more books at one time, which is bad in a way, but good in a way. Um, Kane is almost halfway done. Um, I started another one that is actually a stepbrother, M.M. Romance. Um, so, I mean, there's several things that I can, I can go back to Abs Valley. I can visit Forest Grove when I want to, or I can do the M.M.s.
1: Awesome. Nice. And um, do you have any particular scene, smart scenes from these books that you're
3: really proud of? Um, <laughs> probably the first time that I was able to work in the biggest group scene in Riches to Riches, is, which is holy fuck. six guys and one girl or the five guys in Riches to Riches. Right. Whoa.
0: I have a question about this.
3: Please. Because
0: it was
1: wild. I was like,
0: how the fuck do you keep up with it and where are the dicks right now? This is my thing, right? When I read reverse harem or like any sort of like group set, the logistics of figuring out where everybody is and trying to remember it is so (laughs) hard for me because I'm not a I'm not like a an imaginative person. So I'm always wondering like when you're writing these scenes, like how like in your head do you picture it and you just know where everybody is or do you have to like make a note being like okay well like this person's here and like this person's like over here doing this <laughs> doing like a little map I draw
3: diagrams like, move <laughs> I have a diagram yeah. oh, shut up. <laughs> can I say that I don't even know where they're at right now but I can send you some pictures of them Holy fuck. <laughs> yes are you
0: okay with us posting
1: it oh, yeah. that,
3: that shit. would be hilarious
0: <laughs> yes that's what, I've always been so curious about it because I can't keep track, like, in my head. Like, I feel like I have to start taking notes. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, like, no, okay, well, no. Last but I have to
1: say, I've read some group shit before and I've been so confused. But when I read yours, it it flowed really well. Like, it was probably the best group scene I've ever it's, read. You can I thank I my diagrams. I know. <laughs>
2: that every, yeah
1: send them through and I know for a fact that so many people have said that because whenever like as I said I was asking for recommendations and they were like wait until you get to this and I got there and I was like mother of <laughs> Jesus. holy guacamole on toast this is like god was not present for
3: this. he wasn't <laughs> when I was writing
1: it either <laughs> no
3: hell no because it is wild and holden Oh my god. He was probably like my favorite surprise ever. He surprised me and I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god. He was so cute. Which leads me to which character would you be with in real life and why? <sighs> I have to pick
3: between all of them.
0: Yeah. Uh I all
1: of
3: them. Or make I your mean, own harem. Right. <gasps> make yeah, your own yeah. mixer. Make, make my own harem. That would that was <laughs> actually easier. Time. Um from riches to riches would probably Gage and Holden. Um, oh, humbly. Gage would have Holden you have like... laughing the whole time, and then Holden's just the sweet baby that turns into this beast in the bedroom. <laughs> um, nice. Probably Micah and Evander oh, from goodness. All I Have, and it's got to be the Terror Twins from the Hydropsychos Psychos. <laughs> I know they're fucking <laughs> amazing um so you would marry them all live with oh, them yeah for sure and probably not love it after a while because it's good in theory but i don't know if i could deal with that many men
0: <laughs> this, this know, is what I we've been
1: talking about all the time the laundry the logistics
2: yeah just the, the actual day-to-day the reality of living with that many no, people so... like being in a relationship no <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to cook like you were
0: cooking for a camp yeah. Like family dinner. We'll but like you always deal. have somebody in there who can cook. See,
1: Micah cooks. Like I feel so. like they always have to yeah. kind of work that out. Like I feel like that's yeah. such a reverse harem thing where one person is an amazing yeah. chef. And then that person just cooks for yeah. everyone and they know how to cook for like a. Like and, they, they used to cook at like a school girl. camp or something. <laughs> like they know what they're doing. Yeah.
3: A little And chore it's chore. never the girl. No. It's never no, the girl. I refuse to do it like that. One of these men have got to cook. <laughs>
1: yeah it's always one of the guys who's like the best cook in the world and then everyone's like obsessed with pancakes <laughs> or some shit and yeah. every time every reverse harem every like you know and then like look we just read um what's it called P- pucking around one of them was a really good chef the rest of them was yeah <laughs> yeah it is Sorry. always group
0: sex group sex and then
3: pancakes mickey mouse pancakes for gage <laughs> <laughs> Oh, was it pancakes? It was, it was Zane making Gage Mickey Mouse pancakes. There you go. It's always fun <laughs> yeah, see, pancakes. I
2: told you. I don't know what it is about pancakes. pancakes and
3: sex. It works. Yeah, apparently. you got to up those calories. Carb you got to get your
2: energy back. Yeah, Carb man.
3: Car um,
1: So can you give us, like, a general overview of your new book? Like, what happened? Not too much. Don't give anything away, but of the new book that you have coming out. Um
3: The Saviors is actually a um best friends to enemies to friends to lovers. Um the FMC is left in the beginning by two of the guys and <sighs> meets somebody else later in life. Um she does come from a very bad abusive background with a boyfriend or husband and they roll back into her life and you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah and like is it
1: what's is it like mafia like what is it what is the Uh,
3: saviors is more i guess mercenaries than anything um so that's what i'm kind of there's no mafia behind them but they are the the bad guys to the bad guys so i'm gonna go with mercenaries for them
0: no amazing um is there like a reason um that you were like yeah i want the most evil morally gray like
3: (laughs) character I like seeing them morally gray and just fall to their knees for their harem whether it's the guys in the harem or the female in the harem just it just it makes my heart happy I agree with you I'm all for
2: morally gray characters (laughs) Are gen- the books that you, um, that you read normally, would you normally like gear towards that sort of book? Um I actually read a wide range
3: of, it can be fluffy rom-com or just pitch black. I just, I like everything. I don't write it. Um, I do kind of have a limit on what I'll actually write, but I'll read pretty much anything.
2: Nice.
3: Okay. Um...
1: one sec I got it I accidentally <laughs> jumped out of my questions um
3: <laughs> okay so which book is your favorite out of the whole series um probably The Heart of Psychos uh I think it's because they started in Riches to Riches that's when you meet Alexi and Dimitri that's when you meet Caden that's me when you meet Ghost that's when you meet Bridget um I think that's probably one of my favorites because you kind of watch them grow between all the duets and then they actually get their happily ever after. So I think right now that's probably my yeah. favorite.
1: Yeah. And do you have like, what I don't know which characters are left for um, that series. Like, do you have any ideas for that series to keep going? Um,
3: I do have uh, a couple of them that we met in all I have. And uh, they're kind of brought up in um, Riches to Riches and, can I ask who? Um, you got Giovanni and Vincenzo, Marcella's sons. Um, the twins that Les rescued off the street and Riches to Riches. Um, I have... Oh, shit. No the way. The Irish Mafia were leader. they like babies? They were 17. So I'm kind of waiting to oh. age them up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I have to do a time jump. You have the Irish Mafia leader. Um I have Hunter, which was the guy who does the drug running for Evander. <laughs> so there's a couple that I still can yeah. go visit back in Abs Valley.
0: You have like an entire universe in your brain. Yes. Like an all kinds of dimension. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay. Um, so when, um, when did you start writing initially?
3: Um, I started writing Riches to Riches in March of last year. I first published, it actually came out June 30th of... 2022
2: gosh so how many books have you published in about a year um there's eight books total out and i'm working on the ninth that's a lot (laughs) that's a lot of books and they're fucking long they
3: are they're they're, They're big they're big bitches
2: (laughs) it's like a book every six weeks gosh
0: are you just like a sit and write like just you sit down like every single day for like extended periods of time and just pump out these books
3: i do um I, I write for a couple of days nonstop, and then I'll take a couple of days off. Um, but I can, usually, I can usually get out some chapters as long as I do have kids. Thankfully, they're teenagers, and they can pretty much self-sufficient. <laughs> but <laughs> when I first started, I was working full-time, and I decided in February of this year to go ahead and go full-time as an author.
2: Holy oh, congratulations. 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 Thank you. So, how have you um? How have you noticed your life change since you started publishing books? Um,
3: it's been amazing. Um, it's really really hard at first because I knew nothing. I just sat down. I did the research to see what I needed to do. I didn't have any author friends or anything like that when I got in. Um, I really didn't meet anybody until I found my editor, which is already in the author world. Um, but after that, once you start to get to know other authors and see their struggles and see, celebrate their successes and stuff like that. It's, it's been a truly an amazing experience. How long does it normally take you to publish a book? Because that's
1: really bloody fast to push like eight books out. And especially that they're so long. Um,
3: It usually takes me from beginning to end. This is including alpha reading, beta reading, ARC reading is usually about six to eight weeks and I can have a book ready to go out
2: that's Shit. mad
1: have you had a holiday yet like in between like what's happening? um
3: after the saviors is done and it goes into editing i will <laughs> before my kids go back to school <laughs> nice. you need yeah. it yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: good for you i like we always say this how insane it is how quickly authors are required to push out um to push out books like
2: so quickly in yeah. between. i guess because people consume them so quickly as well and like with kindle and stuff you can just instantly consume a mm-hmm. book, you know. You can I know. just read it in a day.
1: And I feel really bad yeah. because I looked at our last message and it was me going, Can you haul
2: last week
1: do that i'm like this is a problem why the fuck do we expect authors to hurry up but i like don't mean it when i say it i'm like whatever like you know the way of showing you understand up. but like it just means that if i literally message an author and i'm like what the fuck is happening next there's only a couple of authors i've done that with you know i fucking love because i will not do that with everyone
0: because I, I feel always- bad I always think about this, right? Like you've got authors, they spend months, weeks, years like cultivating this universe, this book, and then I just sit on my couch for eight hours. Gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <done>. yeah. <laughs> just consume it
2: instantly.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. like great. What's coming? And next? No, come on. No, but I'm the dumbass who read uh, the third duet. What's a what's that one called? Ugh, the third duet. The heart of psychos is the third one. Yeah, The Heart of Psychos. I knew it was Psycho something. So The Heart of Psychos, I read the first one and then I was like, oh, the second one's already out in February. It was not out. And I was left <laughs> on a fucking cliffhanger oh, of no. all cliffhangers. In the middle of <laughs> the do-it. This reminds me of the time that we had Sam Hall on the fucking podcast and I read a whole series and the last book wasn't coming out for two years.
3: Oh, no. And
1: I <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it looked cliffhanger galore, you know. So yeah, so I messaged you right after and I was like, When's it coming out? And can I have it yesterday?
2: <laughs> yeah. I think like the 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 invention of Kindle and like Amazon books has kind of like fucked with our with our expectations oh, with authors as well. Because it used to be like, you know, like before Kindle and stuff, it would take years for people to publish books for you know, because they'd have to go through the editing process with big publishing companies and then get shipped to a bookstore. but now authors can self-publish like it's just one click and it's done so it's made it very easy for us to consume content have
1: you seen that tiktok that went super viral about that dad who wrote that murder book the thriller murder whatever criminal thing and he'd been writing up for something like 20 years and nobody had Mm -hmm. bought it and so his (laughs) daughter put it up on tiktok and he was the number one best selling yeah. author of last year. That's amazing. Like, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> nice. TikTok doing well. Yeah. That's when I'm like yeah. TikTok you've you've made me happy. Otherwise TikTok can get
0: fucked when it comes to books. But... Yeah, how do you find like <laughs> with um, publishing your books on these kind of like restricting platforms? Cuz a lot of authors have obviously complained about like Instagram and how much you can actually put on there in regards to like advertising exactly what your book is and it's like Steamy content, like what's? Do you have those kind
3: of problems? I have. I as a joke, I call the content violations on TikTok check engine lights. I have them all the time. <laughs> I've been banned twice already. Well, shut up! Yeah. <laughs> They're I. Do you know what? This
1: does not make any sense. Everyone messages us regularly asking how we get away with posting so much bullshit on our Instagram and TikTok and I put like full blown swearing everything else. Like our TikTok name is Girls Who Read porn <laughs> Like they it's in there. And we still have not been cancelled, nothing. TikTok doesn't care about us. An author puts in spank that ass and they're literally just
3: cut off. I got banned the first time because one of the like the little teasers had and it had like the little characters on it, but I said nipples. I got banned for that one. No warning, no nothing, just banned. Yeah, what, because you used the yep. nipple. And then the other one was you know a guy's wild.
1: That's wild. There's a you know literally there's a whole TikTok of me going, uh, my vibrator died because of this book.
0: <laughs> you know what's wild at the moment? There's a trend on TikTok where people are literally posting nude photos of themselves, just kind of hidden. Yeah, like what, just to get banned? Yeah, <laughs> or... yeah. Like they'll do like a shadow, and it'll be like a shadow of their like erection. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, writing the word nipples gets you banned. No warning. That's Nothing. Awesome. Because Isn't nipples
1: it? are so yeah. offensive, by the way, everyone, just in case you were wondering. Nobody has like, them, and that's why we can't talk about if them. If nipples
3: is offensive, Do don't read could? my book.
1: <laughs> I know. And some yeah. people – exactly. And some people get stuck with, like, a third nip. Yeah. Like, there are so many nipples out there. It's not just, like, two yeah. per person. Everybody There's extras. Everyone.
2: Yeah. It's two minimum. I mean, that's- that's very strange eh? it's like imagine if you got banned from instagram for like posting the word like um like (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just like belly button instagram (laughs) i found
3: that it's a little easier to get by with different things i don't think they're as strict as tiktok i don't know what it is with authors on tiktok but they go hard for us to get us taken down get our videos down get us get us banned i've had to fight twice i know that
1: amazon's on a similar so track strange. right now where they're like you have to yeah amazon's really destroying a lot of authors lives being like you have to say it's erotica and then we won't advertise it for you mm.
2: yeah yeah unless you're so with yeah.
1: amazon's publishing company yeah mm.
2: Oh yeah. there it is there it is amazon calling um, you out yeah. i think that's why like, a, <laughs> a lot of authors um mm-hmm. seem to be gravitating as well to just selling their own books like on their mm-hmm. websites i've noticed a lot more authors now and uh, like when they advertise their books they're going like go to my website to buy it because amazon's not great
3: it is it's hard to there's so much on amazon that you have to watch out for that you can wake up one day and they've blocked your books from being sold and then you're scrambling trying to that's figure scary. out, you know, this is my living now. So, if they ever mm. come after me, then I'll have to, you know, start selling on my website or whatever. But that's not easy to do either. So, they're making yeah. it hard. And because you've
1: got Kindle Unlimited on Amazon, mm-hmm. so more people are more likely to read your yep. books, right?
3: Yeah, ninety-nine percent of my readers Never. are Kindle Unlimited, which that's how I read. Yeah. I mean, if I like the book, I'll buy the hard, yeah, I'll so buy the good. hard copy. But if I'm just reading it, I'm not going to buy a paperback until I actually read the book.
0: <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. I read it on Kindle Unlimited and I'm like, oh, I like this book. And then I put it on my bookshelf. Yeah.
3: I don't believe
1: in paperback. <laughs> I know you
2: don't. No. But that's because like, you don't like, like dusting them.
0: She doesn't like
1: cleaning them. I don't like cleaning them. But also, I just feel like waste of paper when I have a Kindle.
2: No,
0: I need it in yeah. paperback. I need no, like I the, the trophy.
2: trophy. Yeah. I like having it. Yeah, yeah. No. it is like a trophy. Isn't it? It's like a plot. You finished this book yeah. and you liked it.
1: No, I hate shit. Like I showed the girls my bedroom. It's my bed. That's it.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like been in like a I'm, nightstand. i got the,
1: I don't have a nightstand. Oh, you don't? Oh my Where god!
2: Where do you put your the, phone? No, be because
1: I got a specific bed that has like a uh, like plank behind it so that i can put all my shit behind uh, it
2: that's nice. it's You're got a so inbuilt annoying.
1: nightstand yeah i know i'm really annoying i'm a psychopath like somebody should come and give
0: me some therapy
2: because i couldn't live in a in a in a
0: world it. where i wasn't surrounded by books like physical no. books. i
2: also like i'm I a maximalist books. i mean betty and i have talked about this before about how we're both really into like maximalism like as much stuff as possible kind of conflicting different textures and colors
1: this is so, giving know. me actual acid reflux <laughs> right now. this corner has been the last six months has been i can't look at it I can't
0: yeah we're look not at it. we're not josh's a video yeah, yeah okay
1: fine whatever it's all of josh's surfing <laughs> shit in the corner it doesn't work it's no bueno <laughs> That's what I'm most excited and it's about. Where
2: he keeps his wetsuits. Yeah, that's what great. I'm most excited yeah. about
1: about leaving is that I don't have to look at that anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're going to Europe for 6 weeks. The 6 weeks not to look at about.
1: fucking wetsuits in the corner. <laughs> and it looks like shit. So maybe I should just sit like this from now on so
0: that nobody can see the wetsuit.
1: Yeah, you could like bonanza. hang like a
2: sheet over them. They no, would just look, like the shape of a person. I body. see
0: books as like equivalent to putting art on your
2: walls. Yeah, I totally like, agree. Yes, when you have, have those some- some-
0: Beautiful have sp- covers and, yeah, like, yeah. the sprayed edges and, like, when you when you invest in, like, a good hard copy or, like, an exclusive book and everybody – you have to show everybody, like, look at my book. Like, <laughs> <you are." laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I have books. I have, like, cooking books and I have all the classics
1: in, like, sprayed edges. Like, I've got mm. – um what's it called? Sherlock Holmes and shit like that in sprayed edges. But yeah. I'm not going to go get Den of Vipers – in spread aids in sprayed edges i will <laughs> i, know you I will. have the
0: raven i have the ravenhood series and um yeah.
2: a couple of other ones knocking out
0: yeah
2: i see. I'm like a. i don't i don't, oh, don't ever really buy books new anymore unless it is a book i really want but i am like i am just like what the fuck I... is going on, <laughs> okay. I'm <not> on it. <laughs> I, I go to like i go a book sales I always just go to book sales throughout the year because I'm like I'm obsessed with buying books because oh I'm God, always one of those people where unnatural. it's like, it's, I've got hundreds of books and I've bought them all pretty much second hand because you can go to like a book sale and get like 10 books for like 20 bucks. I just went you know? to charity
1: and dropped off 15 books and I've only got like five left.
0: Oh, that makes my heart hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dad I used to work like for a stuff. recycling plant. So whenever books came through the recycling plant he used to save them all and then give
1: oh, them to
3: me. I love that.
1: <laughs> that is yeah. the cutest thing ever. All right, let's get back on track. Ames, this is about you <laughs> yeah. Beth. Do you have
3: any advice for aspiring female authors? Um write the book. Don't let people tell you that you can't do it. Um don't let people try to talk you out of it if you have a passion for writing, just write the fucking book. If I would have listened to everybody who was talking or everybody who said that I couldn't do it, I wouldn't be where I was, where I am right now. So write the book and reach out on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) and reach out to an author that reach out to an indie author. I help inspiring authors all the time that just reach out and they're like, what do I do next? So I'll, I will say 95% of us will be more than willing to help you go in the right direction so just write the book that is that is the best advice I can give anyone we're getting some
1: fantastic advice on here <laughs> similar to Lulu Moore's she goes write the fucking book and then we've got other authors who give us like dot points like 16 page dot points so it's like really interesting to see the mix of authors that come up we never like this I think this is the first time we've got the same thing <laughs>
2: Yeah. I think it's cuz everybody has a different style like cuz everybody can like, you know, their advice is based on mm-hmm. how they write. Yeah. And you just write the I books. just write the books. I just fucking <laughs> write them in.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us guys for another week. Um I don't know what's next week because everything is so <laughs> out of, <laughs> out of, <laughs> out okay. of whack with <laughs> Me. Sorry, team.
2: Thanks for being
1: Yeah, it's not an order, but there
2: there will be content. There
1: will be content, but we just don't know what's coming next. At some point, Ames Mills, you're listening to the Ames Mills episode right now and that's all that matters. Okay. Um, See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks
3: for having me on.